Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from of old, things that we have heard and known that our fathers have told us. Psalm 78, verses 1 through 3. Well, um, Psalm 78 is a very long psalm, uh, but this opening passage, which I had to put in the book, uh, this reminded me, this is a declaration to the people of Israel, uh, basically uh, to remember their history, to remember the Lord, to remember the goodness of the Lord. Uh, and he also says uh, how um, he is going to uh, tell uh, or tell the children uh, of these stories. And I will open my mouth in a parable. In other words, I will uh, I will have stories uh, that uh, remind us of our relationship to the God. Uh, that we worship and uh, our history and what God has done for us, the miracles uh, that he has done for us. It's, I think it's a very profound psalm that has total application to our own time uh, when uh, I think that the uh, job of passing on this story is, uh, is somewhat lukewarm in a funny kind of way. Yeah, the um, this is one of Asaph's uh, psalms, and this opening is very much uh, kind of triggering the memory of Deuteronomy six in the Great Shema. You know that the Lord your God is one. Uh, Hear, O Israel, uh, the Lord your our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And uh, the declaration that comes after that is you need to pass this on to your children uh, that they would know it. And you're uh, rising up and you're sitting down and you're going out. It's basically make the story of God. And Psalm 78 is a, kind of a poetic narration of Israel's historic tradition of how God has met them and done these things. And it's a call to us in a similar way, to pass on the deeds of what God has done, to retell the stories with our kids, not only the biblical stories, but stories in our own life where we've seen God intervene and uh, it sets up a testimony to his faithfulness in the past. So I, I was kind of a, a mild complaint about how we're doing that. And I think the problem is is not uh, so much one of intention, but one of um, alternatives alternative stories that have grown up in probably the last few hundred years and have kind of grabbed all of our attention, uh, whether it's a, you know, a baseball team or, uh, I don't know, all kinds of things, a college one went to or the job we have or these competing stories. Uh, in a way, uh, the uh, we fragmented this whole notion of story. So there are a billion stories out there, or maybe 7 billion, and they're all equal, uh, of equal weight and equal meaning. Um, and I, 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 you know, I mean, I am probably part of the problem in, in how my own children have been taught, but I, I think I'm representative of the culture. Uh, anyway, that's uh, my thought. But uh, here's what I wrote about it on this page. Uh, there's a wonderful picture taken in Belize. Uh, it's one of the few uh, uh, 
mission trips I went on with this uh, gentleman, Howard Storm, who just actually wrote me the other day. Uh, and there's two kids. I didn't know them, uh, but they had this wonderful innocence about them and this teddy bear and this little picture of Jesus. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they show kind of a childlike delight. Uh, but anyway, uh, what I read is from almost right after a baby is born, our teaching role gets underway. Uh, I don't think most people think of it that way, but that's, that's the case. Uh, just holding our baby close to our uh, beating heart teaches implicitly the power of love. And over time, we begin to tell about God who created the skies, the mountains, the seas, and you and me. Um, it's, it's probably the great blessing of being a parent and the great obligation of being a parent. And it's a delight. Uh, I was just recently reviewing some old family videos that we've uh, put on the in our, our Dropbox. And one is my kids are three years old and one year old in France. And we're all sitting on one bed and we're telling Bible stories. It's creating this uh, imagination, a sanctified imagination for God and his world. And... Um, it really is incumbent upon us, given all the narratives that you've suggested that are coming our way, is to retell the God story with incredible imagination, both the long one of biblical history, but the one in our own lives of uh, giving meaning and purpose to our life through God telling a better story than we see on the external uh, realities.